football on off the ball with Sky all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports the uh, Madrid derby uh, last night, Real Madrid were 2-1 winners away to Atletico. It was a free-to-air game actually on ITV, so I suspect lots of you were uh, watching. It maintains Real Madrid's 100% start to the season. However, it's been overshadowed uh, somewhat, I think it's fair to say, by the racism which was very much in show around the game. And it's the culmination of a week in Spanish football where this issue has been to the fore. You may have seen, for instance, a statement on uh, Vinicius Jr., in advance of the game, which went viral. To explain all, Graeme Hunter, I'm very happy to say, is with us. Evening, Graeme. Hi, Joe. So you can explain all this because the first, for instance, I saw this was when Vinicius's uh, statement popped up on Twitter and I had no idea the context or what was going on. If I get the ball rolling and you fill in some of the details, I know last Sunday, uh, September 11th now, uh, Vinicius Jr., there was a confrontation with some Mallorca players in the game. They considered him maybe to be showboating a touch. Uh, when he scored, he danced. I think the Mallorca manager uh, spoke to him during the game. And then, as is often the way, everybody downplayed it afterwards in their post-match interviews. But not sufficiently so as to avoid being the fodder of uh, talk shows during the week. And that is where um, El Chingarito, the uh, TV programme, which is kind of going to viral this part of the world and uh, the uh, presenter or one of them Joseph Pederol does these very uh, dramatic monologues and music in the background so uh, there was a discussion there where a football agent one of the guests uh, Pedro Bravo uh, he was you know they're discussing the wrongs and rights of showboating or players dancing after celebrations and Pedro Bravo said Vinicius We'll have to respect the opponents. If you want to dance, go to the Samba Drome in Brazil. In Spain, you have to respect rivals and stop playing the monkey. And needless to say, uh, that choice of word uh, prompted a huge backlash, went viral. Uh, Pedro Bravo, I think, talked about this is a a figurative, uh, uh, if admittedly poorly chosen, uh, turn of phrase, but a a turn of phrase nonetheless. And uh, I'm sorry if you were offended, I think seemed to be the tone of, of his response. So... That's kind of big picture stuff. You can you can fill in whatever details you think are are uh, of note here, and uh, go back to the Mallorcan match if you want. Look, Joe, thanks, and I'm I'm glad that as usual, off the ball has has taken the time to try and focus on this, explain this. It I, I can't deny, uh, Joe, and and you can give me a slap around the chops because we've known each other long enough. If you think I'm um, going down a wrong path here, but I can't help feeling a I don't know, a sense of vicariousness, salaciousness, because in my 20 years in, in Spain, I've often been asked to talk about the, the situation where racism of one form or another crops up in Spanish football. And I don't have any different suggested solutions today than I did 20 years ago or 15 years ago or five years ago. And I hate <clears throat> with all my... So the idea that we'll we'll talk about this in an articulate, honest way, interchange opinions, and then it all get packaged up neatly, and the listeners will say, "Oh, right, you know, Joe had it right there, Graham had it right-ish there, whatever," and then we'll all move on because it feels beyond impotent. If you'll allow me, because you know by now how whether people like or disagree with my opinions or don't how passionate I feel about things. And, you know, the Mallorca game, and this is Joe, I emphasise simply my opinion. 
in the Mallorca game, Pablo Maffeo, who is the fullback um, of the Mallorcan team, went after Vinicius to to try and do him damage. It's the second time in two games he's done that. His acts were deliberately to try and get the rise out of Vinicius, to injure him, to try and get him to respond, to send off. I dedicated my SPN column to the, the whole thing that Monday for Tuesday about how albeit that Vinicius is, is flawed at 22 in terms of occasionally being quite gauche about how he'll try to get opponents into trouble and, and corner referee because he's seeing others do it, get away with it, and he's not doing it quite so well. That's about, you know, the, the 4% tip of the iceberg in that he's turned into one of the top five or six footballers in the world. He's 22. There's an awful lot more to come. He's hitting numbers in the Champions League goals and assists, which outstrip Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo at the same age. And it's now that the increasing tide of opponents coming after him will define whether he wants to do what he's been doing up to now, which is the Leo Messi approach of don't make me angry, otherwise I'll hurt you on the pitch. I'll play better, I'll score, you'll lose, you'll be humiliated, suck that up, pal. Or he starts to retaliate, and I listed some of the great retaliations in Spanish football, which include Diego Maradona kung fu kicking, Juanito stamping on Lothar Mateus's back and face, Pepe Jalminia headbutting his own coach in training at Deportivo La Coruña. There have been a few. And it was my opinion, strong opinion, that there was a, a racist edge to what Mallorca were, were doing. And Vinicius post the Mallorca came, the only time where he went and reacted. And I hate, I hated, I spoke to ex-professionals, fellow uh, journalists on the, the Monday following that Mallorca game. I hated them. I bet he's disrespectful. I mean, listen, Joe, you'll have to find that, you know, the machine that bleeps good bollocks, utter bollocks. Just, this is a brilliant footballer who celebrates the, the joy of how he plays. He's extravagant. He's flamboyant. He's, he's genuinely extraordinary. And he's what, people pay a ticket to see football for. It's the reason that football rights sell for millions and billions. And if you don't like him, that's okay. But you can't allow that then to defend the thugs and say, well, it's his own fault. He brings it upon him. We've heard that argument in other sections of society where men have been talking about women and, and been wrong for decades and decades. And it was my opinion there was an edge to it. And Vinicius, now this is a he said, she said, Vinicius says that in Pablo Maffeo's last intent to clock him, he heard the Mallorca coach, Javier Aguirre, shouting, kick him, kick him. And he turned and went and remonstrated with, with about 15 feet between the two of them, pointing at the opposition coach, Tony Cross and Ancelotti intervened. And, and that started this, this flow, this week-long flow of tiresome nonsense about should he, shouldn't he. It, it provides the shambling, idiotic, driveling, half-wit people that sadly run or are involved in too many of the world's media and saying, great, here's here's fuel for a week. Mm. Is he, isn't he? Shouldn't he, shouldn't he? All, should he, shouldn't he? All that rubbish. Now, Chiringuito, which you mentioned, is a floating, stinking turd of a television programme. It damages television. It damages people's views about footballers, whether they're simply commodities 
other human beings or not, it damages the football industry. It, it is, it it's disgusting. You know, it's it's malfeasance in a camera, and they they invite this idiot on, and you quoted him in English precisely accurately, and nobody as much as Spain as a society in Spanish football lagged far behind what we in in Britain and Ireland understand whether 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 there is as much racism in, racism in Britain and Ireland or, or as in Spain or not I, I, I can't measure because I don't know but I do know that the debate that the language that the the norms the intent the intention to eradicate it to to punish to educate has polemicized at least the United Kingdom it's it's longer since I spent concerted time in Ireland but while there are people who refuse to learn, if you refuse to join in, the debate is far advanced from Spain. But nonetheless, anybody in in professional society in Spain knows that any use of any phraseology about a black sports person, about a black person that involves the word monkey is a racial slur. People know that. Pedro Bravo subsequently has lied, in my opinion. Pedro Roll a serial, disgusting, slimy liar, in my opinion, has lied. And well, Vinicius, of course, you. It's it's a phrase. It don't and just disgusting. And the fact that this un, you know, untapped sewage is allowed on the air is one of the first things I would end if and when I'm properly given societal power. Could I uh, jump in there? So my understanding of Spanish is zero and uh, my understanding of idiomatic uh, Spanish is worse. Again, that uh, phrase, Hasar el mono, he used, which is, uh, again, uh, playing the monkey. He has said, look, inappropriate in in, in the context of talking about a black player, but uh, it it was just it was meant in its um, in its natural form. Uh, is that a very common phrase? Is that one you might use yourself? Is that like, is it, or, or or did that sure, feel? Come on, pointed? I know you've got to put balance, but of course, you know, I grew up. Uh, you know, at my age, I grew up where, and I would still talk about monkeying around amongst friends about somebody. Um, we use the phrase "monkey business." It's it's not in itself. To yes. human so, behavior. So what I'm asking, pejorative. Yes, exactly. However, so what I'm asking is, is was this a, a very careless slip of the tongue, or has this been understood as being very pointed and, and deliberate? I already said to you, and I meant when I said it, that any educated man or woman in Spanish professional society, whether it be that idiot Pedro Bravo, who's earning his money out of the football industry, or somebody who's working as a as a dentist, a lawyer, I, I don't care. Yeah. When they use any phrase that is reapplicable in another situation and is non-pejorative, when they use that phrase, any phrase regarding the word monkey in relation to a debate about a black man or woman, they know what they're doing. Hmm. Simple as, Joe. Yes, and it, it clouds the debate. There's a, there's a follower of La Liga that um, who's personality and views and backstory who lives in Dublin, who I cherish very much. And and he tweeted to me about, geez, I've been using that phrase about, you know, stop, stop playing, stop monkeying around, stop playing the monkey for, for years. Yeah. But your kids aren't black. It, it isn't meant in a pejorative way. You aren't arguing about 
a high-profile black man or woman in society. Therefore, it's completely different. And, and genuinely, I, I appreciate as a broadcaster, you had to clarify, you had to offer well, that it's, it's up. Because I don't know who, I, it's because I don't know, Graeme, who this man is. I didn't watch it. I don't understand uh, daily Spanish. So I think it's important to clarify these things. That's why. Let me offer it back to you. Let yeah. me offer it back to you then. In that case, in the exact same circumstances, if somebody in Irish society was using a phrase which was non-pejorative in other inst- instances about a black man or woman who was in the focus of conversation, would that um, choice of phrase by a white Irish man or woman in a public forum be injudicious and would it be judged to have carried racial overto- racist overtones or not? About a white person or a black person? How about a black person? Oh, of course. I think everybody instantly would say, well, that's inappropriate. Identical, but, identical, but, but, identical here. Yes, but... I think we're all human beings. And if somebody said, oh, my God, sorry, I've been saying that all my life. I, I totally see why that's inappropriate now and retreated yeah, from it was, immediately. You know, there, there, there can be that moment. This was 1967. I agree with you. Okay, but it's sure. not. And in this society, albeit that the lack of education is patent, that the lack of so many years of people of different colored skins, different religions in Spain, there, there was a dictator. And, there, and the dictator, yeah. one of... Francisco Franco's ideas were everybody outside white Catholic Spain is 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 literally to be feared and pushed away. It's like letting a germ into a spacesuit. That genuinely was what he taught and inculcated. Mm. There was a 1984 George Orwell idea about so many years of power from 39 till he died in 75, eradicating that, even beginning to address that in Spanish society is a big project. And it took too long for for many people to to get after it. But let me assure you and your listeners again, Mm. anybody in a position equivalent to Pedro Bravo, who's head of the Professional Football Agent Society, in in this year of 2022, using any phrase that he might use happily to his kids or to a a 15-year-old neighbour, stop monkeying around up my... To use that in the context of a critical debate about Vinicius's behaviour held intent in Scots law mens rea, unquestionably in mm. my view. And therefore, mm. that is a small microcosm of the way in which many Spanish people of his age and older still feel it's not wrong. It's not disastrous. Yes. It's not even insulting. Listen, Joe, the, the worst racism I've ever seen in Spain, I have, not that's ever taken place, was in Spanish football. It was in 2014. It was Real Madrid against Atletico Madrid in the Cup at the Bernabeu. The two managers, coincidentally enough, eight years ago were um, Ancelotti and Simeone. Madrid won 3-0. Their unused players were sent out to to do the warm-down exercises where up in the right-hand stand from the main tribune, the five 600 Atleti fans were still locked in not being let out into all way fans know the feeling until until things had died down outside. Then you get marched home by a police uh, escort. The abuse, the, the racist abuse, sorry, which Marcelo, and he had his four-year-old son Enzo, yeah. who's now a, a youth player at Real Madrid, suffered, was so criminal, so evil, so bad, that on the spot I phoned Sky Sports News. They stopped everything, dedicated their bulletin to it. There was a big fury in Spain. Uh, Atleti played it down. It didn't happen. This is exaggerated until Marcelo, tweeted later that night it did happen i heard all of it it was yeah. hideous but neither i nor some of it so ancelotti on friday saying well listen you know asked about Vinicius. ancelotti saying there isn't that kind of racism in spain before this game 
doesn't help. But it's another way to understand the lack of education, the complacency. Ancelotti was the manager that night. It was Marcelo, his own player, who was then being targeted. Hmm. And yet, that sort of thing doesn't really... What? So... I was in the studio last night, not outside the Metropolitano. The videos now in this day and age with cameras that we all get in our telephones shows unequivocally many, 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 many Atletico fans shouting the phrase Vinicius is a monkey. Yes, right. So we'll, we'll come to that. I mean, that, that was just right. insane. Like uh, the, the atmosphere in that game last night was insane. But we know so where look, it comes um, from. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports He had amazing ability to wind up even though he didn't speak English I liked him actually, I enjoyed it You know, he was a tough guy and he was aggressive and he was, he was angry Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports Vinicius releases a statement And, and further to your point And it's, uh, it's a long statement But it's, it's very striking That he, towards the end of his statement Does say The plot always ends with an apology And a quote They misinterpreted me uh, but I repeat to you, racist, I will not stop dancing. So, look, he is wise to everything you've just uh, talked about there. And, and, and he's seen this routine before. Um, so, yeah, the game. And uh, I don't know what you were anticipating, but you've alluded to it there. The scenes around the stadium were nothing short of disgraceful again. What what have we seen in those videos? Uh, look, it's, 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 it makes you want to vomit. It makes me right now feel physically ill that we live in a in a barbarian dark. Unless flipping heck, if if we can elect racists and thieves to the government in England and the government in Washington, then are we really surprised that these people will stand outside the area where the Madrid bus arrives and shout, "Vinicius is a monkey." It is still not uncommon, although in my experience over 20 years, it is decreasing to hear monkey noises in in a stadium if an opposition black player has in in some way annoyed the fans by claiming it's a a, a throw-in for his side when it's maybe not. It's just... That last night was that I've seen his targeted and vicious because of the, the way that we hear things in the studio. To hear the crowd noise specifically and tell you I was a witness to it would be false. But I've heard from people within the stadium that there were still too many, still too much uh, racist responding to Vinicius. I, I've seen it. I have just told you about one example. I've seen it worse, watching the pictures of how fans around Vinicius reacted. But for my taste, and it's... It's what I tried to communicate about this. He is gauche. He occasionally does the wrong thing. It, it's a, he's a 22-year-old with people now, having told him what adult he was when he couldn't finish or his passing was a little bit inaccurate. Now, people like me, but many people telling him, you're on your way to an eventual golden ball. He and Benzema shared an assist goal partnership of 111 last year, last season alone. 111 split between them. He's adored by Modric and by Kroos and Benzema and by Militao and Rodrigo, etc. He feels on top of the world. And occasionally, at 22, flipping it, Joe, I can't speak for you, but mm, sure. I'm still struggling with sure. correct behaviour. 
So he, he attracts ire because he's lightning, he's dangerous, and there are still some people inside Stadia who will target him or other black players. I think it's on the decrease, decrease a little bit. And I can only give you a, a millimetre of feedback, a, a microcosm in that both my daughters went to school in Spain. My younger daughter has only just left you to go to, to university. During her time at, at, at school, compared to my elder daughter's time at school in Spain, the awareness, the, the curriculum, the messages, the, the existing awareness in her age group has changed that of all recognition in a period of nine years between the two kids. That isn't a countrywide examination. Historically, socially, and you're a brighter, better educated man than me, but historically, socially, when times economically are tough, when society is fractured, sadly, the, the dominant majority in many Western countries are white, and, and those who don't have, hmm. look for anybody who's of a different idea, different philosophy, religion, or colour to them to target. So in my opinion, some of the progress that's made in, in Spain in recent years might be washed away by the time we live in, because of we living in fractious, dangerous, reductive times. But I think there's been some change, certainly in, in terms of awareness. The fact that that, 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 that worm tongue Pedro Roll actually made what I consider to be a, a, a false and misleading apology yeah. is something that would never have happened nine, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that there, there is a, the tiniest whiff of change, but there's the even greater whiff of BS yes, around well, this. Well, look, that's why, that, that's why it's great to have you on because um, we're reading this from afar and, and not maybe able to understand the, the sincerity or lack of it with some of these um, proponents that you're talking about. So the, this, these awful scenes happen at the game last night. How is that covered? How is that talked about over the subsequent 24 hours in the media? Uh, what, as Vinicius commented on the, the treatment he was subjected to. It's, it's given it's given equal space to, to Pedro Roll's statement, which is patently wrong. Now, the fact that I, I, I read into Pedro Roll's repeatedly, I, you know, I, I, if you are this, and then I apologize. If you are this, and I apologize. My Pedro, that's fear. Because Real Madrid released a statement saying we will take legal actions against people who racially abuse our players. And they, sadly, they didn't mean the Atleti, Atleti Frenti Atleti. Many of those Frenti Atleti people that we heard chanting that in or outside the stadium are declare themselves to be Nazis. They're, they're, the Frenti Atletico is a disgusting organisation. But the fact that the word legal measures were mentioned by Real Madrid and Real Madrid and Pedro Roll and Real Madrid in that programme have a very, very symbiotic relationship because Pedro Roll will basically, you know, brown nose himself in order to get contact. It was it, when the Super League failed, it was one of those programs that Florentino went on to to, to speak. So the, the, their fear about what Real Madrid said has has catalyzed something that is 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 you know masquerading as a, a you know it doesn't come from the heart, it comes from the pocket, it comes from the wallet, yeah. and therefore that was given as much coverage as as there there was one that Gemma Herrero in, in Diario Ass wrote a, a scintillating, coruscating, we are the problem column. The rest of them just went, this happened, it's bad, it shouldn't, pro Vinicius, no, no measures, no using a photo of, because your photo capture is easy to show those who were chanting, 
There was one in the media where there was a guy holding up a monkey puppet and his face is shown. And my opinion, Joe, to answer your question, is that um, there are very few in the media who either sufficiently care. And again, I'm sitting here in a Scottish-born white male pontificating about something that, that makes me deeply furious. I know you, I believe that you're attitude and your concern, concern of your program is, is deeply felt. It's not just a broadcasting um, opportunity. But we, we don't suffer the problem. And no. therefore, in, in within the Spanish media, there are very few men and women of different skin tone to you or me working in terms of seats of power. Sure. I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of one. And therefore... The, the the idea that Spanish sports media might drive change, I I think is out of touch. Yes, okay. It's not right. But the 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 fact that black players need to be looked after, the fact that they have vocal, intelligent outlets of their own, is just beginning to, to again change the debate. And if I have said over the years, particularly to you and Jer, education, which I have said. It forms part of the tidal wave if the media is at least saying, oh, look, we have to apologise to it. Danny Alves came out. Danny Alves' uh, comments were at least as powerful as Vinicius, where he said, everywhere I've gone in Europe, I've encountered racism. Mm. And I know of somebody within his professional life who just referred to Danny Alves as hermano. So when Danny Alves said, look, None of you are taking this seriously, seriously enough. It, it is true; it's a fact. And and when he ate the banana that was thrown at him in Villarreal when he was playing for Barcelona, many of us went, "What what a brilliant way to humiliate that thug! What what a what a great image!" Said, "Fine," but it didn't catalyze change. I don't think so. That will be a slow process. Education yeah. is the only way. That the very fact that we're talking about what did the Spanish media say is a change from 10, 15, 20 years ago. But blimey, it's at, at snails' pace, and and I mean no pejorative harm to snails; they go at their own yes, speed there. Just, indeed. just so we're politically correct, Joe. Yes, indeed. Well, look, I mean, uh, your point on the media is well made. When, as we've discussed, a big part of this story has been driven by you know a conversation on the mainstream media and this very popular uh, show. As a matter of interest, and a, and a final point, I mean, even that image you describe of uh, somebody holding up the. Um, monkey puppet and going to the trouble of doing that it's just kind of hard to get your head around um, do Atletico the club the institution come out and release a statement get their players to come out and say we are so against this this makes us sick if you're an Atletico fan do not do this anything I haven't seen one um, I didn't see one um, the night in question in 2014 in the cup um, the 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 thing that was that did happen was Cunha, the the centre forward who came on last night for Aleti, who is also a black Brazilian, immediately went to Vinicius and Rodrigo in the tunnel beforehand, while on camera, while consciously on camera, huge embraces, friendship, hugs, and Cunha's uh, tweet after the game has been, you know. He danced, you know, I'm glad he danced. He danced. It wasn't his, his message was never about Koke. It was about that idiot racist on, on Chiringuito. So one Aleti player who shares the same concerns and, and undoubtedly will have suffered similar racism in his life came out and spoke. As yet, I haven't seen anything from Atleti. If you'd asked me 
three, four hours ago, and I've said there categorically hasn't been anything yet, okay. Joe. And the one that you said, leave it. The, the one thing that can change in the media, whether it be in terms of journalists, broadcasters, ex-players, the one thing I'm absolutely, absolutely sure of is that from day one, when Vinicius was a phenomenon, clearly a different electric player, and was doing initially badly, and now is being successful, there are repeatedly weekend in, weekend out, descriptions of him or polemic about him which would not be applied to a then 18-year-old, 19-year-old, now 22-year-old white Spanish player. And therefore, although we see progress, although it has now been debated in a manner that never happened before, without question, we in the media remain part of the problem. Graham, on that note, thank you very much. Graham Hunter with us. Uh Football on Off the Ball is brought to you by Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. Take a break. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Watch every live Premier League game this season on Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports.